Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hi, Amanda. Oh, hey, Kristen. How are you? I'm having a week, but I've been looking forward to recording this with you for quite some time. So we're going to see how much of this week (laughs) comes out in this episode. (laughs) I don't know how it can't since it's just taking over every fiber of my body. There might even be tears, but I can't make any promises, listeners. (laughs) But anyway, I mean, generally good always good there's no real tragedy it's just what my mind runs away with the tragedies we build up in our mind our mind palaces oh we've never talked about that on the show have we that's never a theme (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) we could have another episode on that like the the things we build up the stories we tell ourselves and then the stories we have to tell ourselves to break down the stories that we've told ourselves (sighs) Yeah, but one little word. We're back. I can't believe this is our second one little word episode. I know. I'm so excited. It's one of my favorite things to talk about, honestly. And it's such a crafty-ass female topic. Sometimes I ask people, like, what's your word? And they're like, you're weird. (laughs) This is technically our third one little word episode. If you count the, the, the half episode that we did with Allie. Correct. I know. Although we're like so into December Daily that like that's <laughs> such a December Daily episode. But we spent yeah. so much time talking about the importance of one little word and like the desire to get quiet after December Daily and really put your focus into one little word that I know I've been glossing over the fact that that was definitely a, also a one little word episode. Mm-hmm. But now that we're back into one little word mode. I definitely want to say, if you have not listened to the December Daily Allie Edwards One Little Word episode, which, like, I mean, let's... From the mouth of you know one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't re-listened to it in the... With the mind of One Little Word, go back and listen to it with your One Little Word mind, you know, open. Yeah, like, ready to go. And the whole second half of the episode is One Little Word. So yeah. you're right. It was like a half and half episode, but we're so December daily. I know. Yeah, you're right. I know. So this is kind of timely because it comes out earlier than I would normally like showcase my one little word, but then it gives you time to let it, what you think yours might be, marinate. Yes. And I've, I'm probably going to incorporate my one little word into my December daily in a very, in a very like organic, rich way. So... Yes, my yesterday, so we're recording this episode on Wednesday the 5th. My story for Tuesday the 4th is going to be all about my journey to find this one little word. (laughs) And oh my God, has it been a journey. I, well, we're going to get into it, but like. Sure. And also, go ahead, No, um, I mean, I, I really like 
took this to heart. I went and searched for my word. This was a year that I went around and I sought out advice from like a lot of people whose opinions I really admire. I went to my therapist and I was like, listen, I have this problem <laughs> and here's what it is. Here's what this project is. I mean, I know I've talked about it before. I know that you know who Allie Edwards is. She's a big important part of my life. <laughs> this is so interesting. This um, all, okay, continue. Yeah, so no, so like I literally brought one little word and like I literally looked at the clock at the therapist's office and I was like, okay, 15 minutes left, <laughs> we're going to one little word. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, so one little word. Um, and I was like, I know what I want my word to do. Right. And like that, that part was clear to me from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I knew where my word had to take me next year. The problem was it needs to take me to uncomfortable places that I don't really want to go. And I, every word that I tried on was deeply uncomfortable like deeply uncomfortable. Yeah. And it felt like going shopping for jeans when none of the jeans fit. And like so I was try- I was having conversations with everybody and I was like, you know, this is how I feel and I'm like, you know, this is and we'll get we'll get more into it as sure. as we go on, but um like I was talking, I was texting with Megan and um she her her, her words of advice to me were you know, Kristen, don't look for something that fits every single thing that you need. Look for something that will take you, you know, one place that you want to go. And I'm like, Megan, it's like I'm in the dressing room here and I have 12 friggin' pairs of jeans <laughs> and I'm just looking for one that I can just lift up my friggin' butt at this point. Yeah, that is a great metaphor. That is a, the best one little word metaphor. <laughs> and, That's awesome. And... And then, she, well, and then, she, you know, she was like, you know what, don't worry if you don't find it, because even when you talk to Amanda, even when you have the conversation, if you don't find your word, talking about your experience, talking about whether you found the word, talking about everything that you've gone through is a really valuable experience for your listeners. Our girl, Megan Anderson, couldn't have taken the words out of my mouth more poignantly. Agree. I, I was like, you are absolutely right. And that is I, I thank you so much, but also I would have failed. And I don't want to be a failure. I'm not going to go on my show and fail. <laughs> That's just how I feel. Well, we've, I've, we've known big names to switch mid-year. Like, here's the thing. Two thoughts come up from what you said. One is we recently had the Allie, Allie Edwards episode where she talked to Summer Daily One Little Word. So, yes, listen to that. That's the freshest one. But a year ago, we did our one little word kind of intro and what this whole past why we pick the year the word for this whole past year so i encourage listeners which we've got quite a few since that third episode went live um to listen to that because i think that's the one that you'll hear what our passwords have been how we think about the project and then like you know why this year was the word but like i really want this episode, not that if it goes somewhere different, fine, but like exactly what you just said, like how now that we're so seasoned in this project, like what it's becoming for us as we get older and wiser. And I think all you just summed up in the beginning is like, yes, like 
totally. Like, and so my second thought is we take this so seriously because this project you're with for like a year. And I know this is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. This will be my eighth year choosing a word. So I know for a fact, like every single word, all seven years, the word has like blared, glared, blared, blaring. Yeah. Blared in my face. Like it's just, or it was quite like, but it was totally, every single word was totally the word. So it feels like a serious decision. However, lighthearted and yes, if it comes and it goes and I, it's like, I feel like it's a serious choice for me, but it also isn't like, I do feel lighthearted about the choice. That makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. I so think, I think one of my big problems is I loved my word this year and it was so good and it meant so much to me and I am like, never, it's just, I'm not going to live up to this year's word. Hmm. And so the pressure to live, the, pe- the pressure to pick a word that lives up to this year's word, which is cultivate, this past year's word was cultivate. It was amazing. It meant so many things to me in my life and you don't want to be done with it you said that well right when we talked about this a couple weeks ago i was like i'm not even sure that i want to be done with this word it it has pushed me forward in so many ways i've done so much personal growth with this word i've made new hobbies i've found deeper meanings in hobbies that i have i've made my business better i've founded new relationships i've made projects within my business better it has made my everything i wanted in my life better i've been able to cultivate the 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 life that i want in a way that i want and i've never i've never had a more successful word than the word that i had this year oh nice that's that's nice. And you've been doing it, we said. I mean, if you go back in that right. first One Little Word episode, we listened Since out. college. Right. Years and years and years. Yeah. And and a lot of the times I, I throw away words, whether it's the beginning of the year, the middle of the year. I mean, you know, and they don't mean that much to me because I, they just don't. They yeah. aren't working out. They're not as intentional as I want them to be. They don't mean as much to me as I thought they would, you know, for whatever reason. I mean, I started this project when I was in college. So sometimes when, you know, you're 19 years old, your life looks a lot different when it's the end of the year and you're 20 years old than when you were the beginning of the year and a sophomore in college. Yeah. And so now, like you were saying, when we're older and seasoned and wiser and we've been doing this project and then you pick a great word and it like really does work like intended Mm -hmm. you get to the end of the year and you're like shit i have to pick another word well Mm -hmm. and then we're gonna do a podcast episode and talk (laughs) about it um um and then you agonize and torture about it well that's okay because then you get to talk about the agonizing and torturing over it um because that's well that's the process real thing right it's a real thing it's all of my words, I've never had a year that I wasn't like at least 85% sure that it was the word, if not 100%. Like this year, going into this year, I know 100% that this word is my word. But um, 
Yeah, my word of all the pasts was proof. Proof was my best year where like it fucking manifested. Like <laughs> yep. there was proof to my left and right like an answered fucking prayer. Sorry for my cursing, but like, and so I didn't, when that year was done, I, that's exactly what I said. How can I outdo this year? So then my next year was big because I just wanted to amplify all the good that came. So, you know, so it was, that was strategic, but then the following year with refresh and then this year with limitless, like you were saying, they both felt like words that like refresh, I feel like was kind of a cop out, but it was that like stagnant year. Um, and the year that I left me and my big ideas. So that I felt like that was like a big refresh in and of itself. But then last year being limitless, I even read back my blog post that I wrote about choosing it and I'm starting this year with it. And like the word scared, like was in that blog post. Like I was afraid of where it would take me by the word before proof was work. We talked about this in the last episode, a one little world episode. And, uh, that fucking year worked me. And I picked it being like, I need to find the work that I meant to do. I left teaching and blah, blah, blah. But in every aspect of the word, like I was worked, like the worst anxiety left my boyfriend. Like, so this year was limitless. And it was like a carbon copy of that hard year. Like it was, this year has been so tough on me. But also it's pushed you to do things that you never thought you would be able to do in January. Like, yes, yes. And what's funny is I came into this year, 2018, with the word limitless. And actually the word limitless came to me going into 2017, but I knew it wasn't the word. And then the closer we got, like I, you know, left me and my big ideas and I was trying to do that, something on my own. I said, this word just isn't escaping me. I'll go with it. But why it was in my brain at the beginning of 2017 was different than why it stayed in my brain at the end of 2017. So in the beginning, when I first picked it, I wanted to like, feel like I had this limitless potential. I'm on my own. Like now things are going to pick up. Da, da, da. Like I just wanted to, to jolt myself into like unlimited possibilities. And that I was very career minded in that. And I also felt like with John that like there was no limit to where we could go type of thing. Like, and then by the end of last year, when I started to feel us unravel, right, it did take like a full kind of year. I realized very early on that like I was going to be tested to my limits. Like that's what it this year was supposed to be. So all this baloney about me being this like no ceiling on how I would excel in this creative career became blow after blow of like me seeing my limits like right in front of my face like up to my nose like in my face like you've struggled with this anxiety for 20 years 22 years of your life like here it is let's face this like because without really being aware of what it was it was going to be a total limit until the day I die. So this year was the year that it was in my face and I just had to say hello to it and get to know it a little better. <laughs> and it's the first year that I figured out that what I really truly am suffering with is a subtype of OCD, which I've never been able to say in previous years. And it's been constant reoccurring struggle all my life. And this year is the year that it's like, this is your crazy brain's limit. And you're like, so I just feel like that in and of itself, like was proof in my word. And I never would have 
thought that yeah you never would have gotten there any other way <sighs> i guess so but i'm ready to kick this word out but then they never really leave you you know that too right and that's why like when you said that when you brought up that I mentioned I wasn't ready to get rid of Cultivate. And it's like, well, I'm never going to get rid of it. Right. All of the things, like if this has been the most successful word for me ever, then it's literally never going to leave me. So yeah. I'm so ready to get rid of it. Because yeah. if it's been successful, then it's time for me to let it go. Because the longer that I hold on to it, the less it's doing for me. So good. So good. I just feel like it's run its course and now it's just going to be running in the background. Like mm -hmm. it's running its course up front and now it's yep. just. It's just like, on autopilot. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Everything that, that I needed good. to work into my routine and into my body and into like my life, I did. Yeah. And now is not the time to be adding more cultivation to my life. Yeah. It's a time to be doing something else. Yeah. And like that was the hard part was deciding, okay, we're done with that word. It's time to move on to the new hard things that I know I need. And it's just this stuff that makes me so uncomfortable. It's this stuff yeah. where it's like, I know I have a message to say. I know I have this thing that I need to put out into the world. And my entire life, I've been, like, the person who sits back and waits for everybody else to talk, and then I'll say something. Mm -hmm. And that's not really doing me any good anymore. Right. And so I've come up with really successful ways to document my life and even when my life has been really shitty and I can't get out of bed for days at a time and I'm in too much pain to do anything I've still been able to document my life with my currently card and with Thursday 3 pretty much every single week for yeah. the last almost 10 years and it takes five minutes and Literally everyone has five minutes. They can make five minutes. Yeah. Um, and I think everyone should do that because it's amazing. And I want to bring that to more people. Yeah. And the only way I can bring that to more people is if I tell people. And I need to get over not being able to tell people about that. Yes. And that makes me so uncomfortable. It makes yeah. me so deeply and incredibly uncomfortable. And so I, I knew my word had to grapple with that. And so, like, every word that I tried on that was, like, speak your message or, like, uh, you know, be out there just felt inauthentic. Mm -hmm. And, like, my first, like, major personality trait is authenticity and so like to go back to like the jeans metaphor every word that i was trying on and every like word that i was walking around on felt wrong like they felt 
like either they were too baggy or they rode up too high or they like (laughs) cut in at the wrong place and it just felt like if I were to walk around outside with these jeans on or with this word on everyone would look at me and be like those are not the clothes she normally wears (laughs) I hear you and it just felt wrong. And so, like, there were words that I had. And, like, I've been doing this process. Like, I literally planned a therapy appointment before this so that we could do this <laughs> and talk about this. And I've been talking about it and thinking about it for a long time now. And so I've been trying on different words. And they didn't feel right. They just didn't feel right. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, you know spend all day on this i well i am i'm spending if you want to spend one day on this so that you have a word for an entire year i i'm saying do that yeah like but like you know you can do it in the background it's not something that you need to actively spend an entire 24 hours on right um but now that this episode's going live it could be something that you sit with for a few weeks like mm-hmm. right like people listen and even maybe listen to the episode and then you'll pull some from the episode like i feel like it's just a good timing for people who've maybe never done this before which we'll probably in like we'll make an intro of like what little what one little word is we haven't really talked about it yet we just assume that everyone knows because we've done it so well, long i mean yeah. Allie talked about it on her episode so right. go and yeah, listen yeah, yeah. to that yeah go and listen to that episode Allie talks about exactly what it is right we talk about exactly what it is in the first episode so you yeah. know it's exactly. guys you pick a word and then you know you use that word to be intentional <laughs> about your actions throughout the year if you want more information go listen to the other two episodes yeah. Inferencing, um, context clues. They should have got that by this point in this episode. But. Yes. Oh, yeah. If you guys are 22 minutes into yeah. this episode and you don't know, we love you. Um, yeah. We do. Thank you for listening to us. That, that's, you know, that's my teacher brain. Context clues, inferencing. <laughs> Put it together. Flashcards. Yeah. Um, but yeah. actually, also, there are a lot of really great resources. Allie has a class. Um and it goes all year long, and there's also, like, tons of resources. She has a new lesson up each month with video, and there's all sorts of digital downloads you can get. I have, uh, last year, this year, I ordered the One Little Word Binder, and I didn't fill it up. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I was so over-inspired with my own stuff for yeah. my word that I didn't need it. Understandably. But I think I'm just going to use it for this year. Because totally. I feel like this word is going to be harder. I also ordered myself the one little word notebook mm-hmm. that Allie talked about in the episode, in the last episode where she talked about it. Because as soon as she started talking about it, I was like, I need that in my life. Yeah. Um. So one little word notebook. Go listen to Allie talk about it in the last episode. Because she sells it without even selling it. Yeah. Um, but there are a ton of resources. And... Allie has a Facebook group for her class and it's fantastic and there's just a whole bunch of people who love this project and it's a really fun way to just do something that's not New Year's resolutions yeah and it's not something that you fail at and it's not something that you're like oh okay well I had a donut so my you know I suck yeah it's it's a way to you know, when you come to those, like, like I, for me, yeah. it's like when you come to those big crossroads of like, well, what are, what is the next project that I want to work on? What are these ways that I want to do things in my life? How do I want to treat something? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, 
my one little word is like my my little guardian angel. Yeah. And it's like a guidepost that's like, okay, well, you come to a fork in the road. One little word says that you go this way. Right. That's what I was thinking because I feel like Ali said in her episode where this is a much quieter project. And like for me, I did her workshop one year and that helped because it refer- it framed my thinking as, as to how she thinks about it. So the way that she thinks about it helped me to even like to think about my word and then helped me in the coming years after how I wanted to think about my word. So I only took the workshop one year, but I felt like it was beneficial. But now I've been doing it for so long and the word becomes such a quiet background part of my psyche that then it is filtered out, like you said, in everything you do anyway. So I feel like no matter how I create, the word is there. So I don't feel a need to like need a workshop, but because I took her workshop once, that's probably why, because I know now like kind of how she weaves it. I think that's exactly true. I yeah. think that's the same thing. If you are somebody that loves community and classes, it's great yeah. to take the workshop every single year. But if you're somebody who wants the content, taking her workshop once is awesome because you yeah. can reuse that all the time. And um, like she was saying with the notebook, it has different prompts and stuff mm-hmm. for reflection. So I grabbed that so that I could – because I love having things like that, which are like self-study, mm-hmm. so that I can just put in my calendar – hey, I'm going to work on this an hour a month. Like, Mm -hmm. I know that I want to spend an hour a month reflecting on my word Mm -hmm. and saying, like, how did my word manifest itself in my life this month? Like, uh, like how Cultivate manifested itself in my life over the past 12 months. Mm -hmm. In June, it was a ton of gardening. In August, it was Awesome Ladies Live. And... Just to spend, you know, five minutes brainstorming and writing a little mind map and to spend 10 minutes literally just thinking about that. You don't even have to do long form journaling. You don't have to write every single thing that comes down to just like literally do the act of reflecting helps you to build upon your word. Right. Right. And like... I'm so excited for this year's word. Yeah. You want to like dive into it? I do. Or what else do you have to say about setup? I'm loving, I, this is what I live for. I live for all this like foreplay, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, like all this, like, let me hear what you were going through to get to this word. Like I live for this because it's so different for each person. Like my word has been with me for the pa- for a few months now. And then as the few months have gone by, it's popped up here and there. And I'm like, I get it. I know it's my word. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? So it's funny that that was my experience. I've, I, I feel like that's happened with every word where it's kind of come to me a little before or a lot before, but I, I'm so, it is so interesting how you just described it. Tell me more. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to tell you a whole bunch of things because I had yeah. like several mini and like almost, I would say came very close to having a small anxiety attack. And like, I don't take this very lightly because I'm someone who you. actually gets anxiety attacks. Yeah. Because I thought for a second my word might be evangelize. And okay. then like that made me very nervous it was one of those things that sounded like a good idea initially. And the more it sat with you, you were like, 
maybe not. Well, well, no. I thought it was one of those things like, this might be my word. Oh, and you didn't, but you didn't. And want I it didn't to be. want it to be my you word. Were I, 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 yes, I thought imme- immediately this is a bad idea, Kristen. <laughs> you don't deal with religion very well, and like the word evangelize, although you do have a message and you do want to spread it to right. the people, this is not. This is not you. This it's is not. not the word. This is not you. You know, you don't. You are not. Like even though, as much as you might want to be Oprah. This is yeah, not your you. time. It was a little too tight in the crotch. It was very <laughs> much too tight in the crotch. Gotcha. Exactly. I gotcha. And it was it very is a much pretty like, word, though. You know, it was it was like it was somehow if one of those, you know, if it came with a giant Texas belt buckle. <laughs> and it was like, oh, my. Somehow, you know, that's, you know, I think that's exactly what it was. It may have been the jeans that fit perfectly, but they came with a giant Texas belt. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's, and I'm like, oh no. My favorite metaphor of all time. Oh no. These these can't possibly be the ones. And it's, that's what it is. Like these can't possibly be the ones. That is perfect. Yeah. And like, and I'm like, oh no. And like, I literally, I I grabbed the table here and I texted, I texted Megan. She was like, no, this is not your word. Yes, when your sister from another mister has no hesitation, hard no, it's not your word. <laughs> but I totally get what you're saying. Perfect fit, wrong style. Oh yeah, no, they were yeah. like they were they were not my jeans. Gotcha. They were not my jeans. <laughs> and so um then then my friend Amy suggested Shine. Okay. Which she was like, you know, that was really good about, you know, being bright and showing yourself, you know, showing people the things that you have and, you know, um, evangelizing and being putting yourself out there. But, you know, no big, gigantic, big, you know, right. vagina belt buckle. <laughs> um, but you know what's funny, too, that I'm hearing is there's a need a lot of times for whenever you say your word, right, one little word, like, bleh, there it is. There's a need to make people get why. Oh, like, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, like it, it has to fit you. Yeah. It's like going shopping with friends. Yeah. And, True. like, you walk out of the dressing room and it's like, is it me? You can't tell. Right. Yeah. And it's like, oh. oh. <laughs> okay. Aside. Um, I'm so living for sh- this right now. You have no idea what my oh, week's been oh like. Oh, my God. There's just so, like, everyone has to watch Killing Eve, by the way. It's a great show. Is that um, with Sandra Oh? No. Yes. Yes. Oh, we've talked yes. about this. Yes. yes. Oh my god. It's so good. There's a there's a scene where she's trying on dresses and it's fantastic. She walks out of the dressing room. It's like maybe one of my favorite scenes in the show. I will link oh to it in god. the show notes if it's available anywhere. Ugh, it's on Hulu now. It okay. just became available on Hulu on December first. So everybody watch Killing Eve. You don't think that scene will be on YouTube? Uh, it might not. be. I'll look. But, guys, evangelize was not my word, and I had a mini panic attack. <laughs> so then I tried on a couple of other words, and I'm like, you know, I'm looking, literally looking at synonyms for evangelize. It was like, preachify. That's not a word. <laughs> That's not a word. It was a homify, not a word. Which I was like, I think they mean like a different version of homily, but like homified, that's not, that's not anyone's word. 
And I was just this, this is a dead end. Dead, like literally like we're turning <laughs> the car around and going somewhere else because this is not where anyone. So was. every other pant you tried was just a bigger and bigger belt buckle. <laughs> it was, it was so bad. It was like, we just need to go to a different store. We're just going to yeah. try it. <laughs> I'm not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> no, we're just going to go back to Nordstrom Rack at this point because like, at least we know they know how to make the clothes. Um, And so I tried on a couple of other different words and I'm like, I know where this word needs to take me. This word needs to take me out of my comfort zone. And like, that's what, because I was talking to Megan and I was talking to uh, Cam and Amy and I was talking to Jeff and they were like, well, you don't like that. You don't like being in your comfort zone. So all of these words are going to make you uncomfortable. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess that makes sense, huh? And I was like, well, I just want, I'm fine with being uncomfortable. I just don't want it to feel icky. I don't want it to feel like I'm someone, you know, else. Because I don't do that well. I'm but okay. You know, Go ahead. What's funny, like, because this has been a theme with you throughout the whole podcast, that it's hard for you to, like you're saying, you have such a strong standpoint and viewpoint and point of view. But it's hard. You don't want, I know exactly what you're saying. But the part that, like you're resisting, like the fact that you know it needs to be your word means that your word wants, it's kind of going like, come on, let's try this this year. Come on. It's not a bit like it's trying to make, to ease you into it. And and like, that's hard for me. And so yeah. I was like trying to figure out like, what, what do I need this word to get me to do? I need it to get me to stop hesitating when I write things I need it to get me to just press send or okay and not over edit things I need to be okay with just sharing things when they're 80% and not literally 100% perfect because sharing things and making things and doing things just begets more sharing and making and doing. And the and, podcast has set you up for that, kind of. Yeah. And, and like, by, by forcing us to have these episodes that come out every Monday that ca- can't be perfect. It's literally an imperfect medium. There's no way to make it perfect. They're not scripted shows. We are forced to have something that's imperfect and, and live and a dialogue. And we've said the best things this way. We have the best conversations. And also, there is no such thing as perfect. And I'm never going to make the perfect Instagram caption. Like, what the hell is that? That's not a thing. thing. And so why the hell am I going to spend 30 minutes trying to craft the perfect Instagram caption or the perfect blog post or the perfect email? I just want to, I need this word to help me remind myself that I have enough confidence and enough to say and that people give a shit enough because like they do and they want to just hear these things that I have to say these little check-ins these like oh yeah here's my 2017 December daily even though I didn't have time to set up my entire studio with you know professional light fixtures to take gorgeously manicured photos because that's not what my life is like yeah but people would love to just see my album because that's inspirational. Yeah. And so I need this word to remind me that 
done is better than perfect. Yeah. And saying something is better than not saying anything at all. Yeah. And that I have an important message and I have these cool projects that I've been doing forever that I just need to say and get out to more people. Yeah. And that the, the, the podcast itself has helped me more than anything find a easier speaking, deeper version of my voice that I can just go to at any moment. I agree. And, and I need to get that across in my other mediums. I agree. I feel like the podcast was your training wheels for this word. Like your little training wheels, like prime you. And so... And what's funny is I know your word without knowing it. I feel it before I, you've told me it. Like just from your description. Like, and I, I, I think it's good for you. And the fact that one little word is a marathon and not a sprint, it can slowly ease its way in. Like let's try something different today. Let's try, I don't know. Yes, exactly. So yesterday I was playing around with the word perform. Okay. Which I thought was really interesting. And it was definitely the things that I have to do in order to get done what I want to get done. Right. Which is technically what we all have to do. Exactly. Like put, put some, put a, right. Yeah. It, put it some is. Forth. Right. We always are performing. We're constantly performing ourselves. We're performing our lives. We're always performing like you're performing teacher duties and then we go home and then, you know, we're performing house duties or woman, you know, going out and being a woman or being a friend or being a sister. We're always performing something. And I if I knew that if I started to look at the things that I needed to do as a performance instead of things that I needed to do, like to get more followers or to get more success, that it would be easier for me to accomplish. Interesting. Okay. And so I, I sat with that and I left that. Let it uh, be, right? Yeah, I let that I let that lie uh, and I went to sleep last night. And then I woke up this morning and I was like, oh, okay. My word should be project. And I was like, that's, that's what I need to do. I need to yes. project. Yes. And then it also has the cool double meaning of being project. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's what Brandy did with her words. And I could be like Brandy too. <laughs> and then it made me we so happy. We all want to be happy. like Brandy. You know, we all want to be like Brandy. Um, I love her so much. I just can't. Anyway. Right. How, how I know. I love her so much. It's, it's so hard not to be like the biggest Brandy fangirl in the entire world. And so I woke up this morning and I was like, oh, project. So I can just be like and it's it's one of those i i kind of get like i kind of nerd out and get really like particular with words too like i really liked cultivate because it, it yeah. felt so nurturing and growy and it feels warm and i needed that and i wanted to help other people and i wanted to like make everybody feel warm and cozy and i wanted that to be that's how I wanted to feel in the house. And that's what I wanted to do with Awesome Ladies Live and the website. And I, and I, I feel like I accomplished that so much with this word this year. 
Yeah. But with project, it's such yeah. a hard, it's a hard word. It's, you know, you have that, the, the hard intonation on the J and it's, it's like staccato and you really, it's an action word. It's a yeah. hard action word and it's what I need right now. Yeah. And it's another thing. It's very me centered and it's not one of those things that I normally do. It's like, like a kick in the ass word. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's exactly what I need right now. Yeah. It is so good. Like, I like as your friend for this whole past year, talk to you every week. It is so your word. Like, I'm that's so what glad. I'm, that's what I'm getting from this, from above. Like, but it also could be like, project. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it could be a quiet little egging on. It doesn't have, like, it sounds commandy. You're right. It sounds like project, but it doesn't have to be. It could totally be ease you into it i thank you that's a great word that's a good word for you okay talk to me (sighs) (laughs) that's my word onomatopoeia (laughs) no so okay so this this year you know and what's i was just gonna say what's cute and then i wanted to slap myself across the fucking face What's interesting? <laughs> God. See what years on the happy planet will do to you? Anyway, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Love you. All hearts, all eyes in the rings. Okay. Anyway. So, see, I lost my train of thought. Um, what I was going to say is I think it's interesting how a lot of the themes you brought up um, about why this word needed to be was has been weaved into the podcasts from day one. So I think this is such a good like year kind of like culmination of even our story, like from where we started into now. And like every, if you've been listening to the podcast from the, from the beginning, you've heard us say all these things or if you've heard hints of it. So like I've had a really tough year and, <laughs> and I just, you know, I've been saying that literally like every other episode and you know, it went from this crazy bubble of anxiety in January, February to trying to work through that so much therapy. Like it came out my years, the inevitable unraveling of me and John's relationship, him moving out uh, in the middle of July and me having like maybe a few weeks of summer, of course, awesome ladies light, which is so funny. Cause like limitless, I think of it as such, like it was testing me to my limits and like, I could never like limitless because if I didn't understand the depths of my mental illness, then I would be limited all my life. So understanding that has made me more limitless than I ever could have been without that understanding. Right. So I feel like that's the big one, but like Limitless, like good things too. Like this podcast has made my creativity take me places I never thought it would have. I feel like there's limitless amounts of things that we could talk about like forever to the end of time. So, I mean, I feel like this podcast is one of the positives that came out of that word. And uh, yeah, I had something else to say, but it left my brain. But getting back to the tough year. So, so yeah, so he moved out mid-July. Oh, and Awesome Ladies Live was the other positive. I feel like that was a very unlimiting experience just to be with the girls and, and to see kind of how you broke limits to like make that ha- I don't know. It just it, it kind of fit into my word for me. And that was a big highlight of 2018. Um, 
But right after that, going home to get the interview for teaching that I didn't even know I wanted. And then fast forward, here we are to Christmas. Like that's literally how my years felt. It felt like anxiety, breakup, <laughs> Christmas. Like it was just these chunks of tough times. And I think in one of our, uh, you know, a few weeks ago in recording episodes, I mentioned I was feeling very clear and I was, which is funny. Like I go through these bouts of really, really hard times and then there's a bit of a clearing. Really, really something happens, it triggers me and I'm back in the mode and then I work through it and a clear, like these little, little breaks. And so Monday <laughs> was the latest like knock on my feet. So Monday I went through my, we're recording this Wednesday the 5th, so Monday, December 3rd. I went, I taught, I had a whole day teaching and I literally walk out the building and pull out my phone and, you know, just scroll as I'm walking to my car. And I come across my ex-boyfriend John's Instagram and I knew he had had a wedding Sunday, December 2nd, because the invitation came to my apartment and I assumed when he got it that I'd be the one going with him. So I remembered the date. I knew it was happening. And when I flip through the slideshow, I see his new girlfriend, his new beautiful, blonde, skinny girlfriend. And I wasn't, I, I saw it and this is what happened. I scanned through the phone and went, <laughs> like it was an instantaneous breakdown. It was a wound that I didn't even know that I had cracked wide the fuck open and I cried the whole way home Monday and I cried all night long Monday and I still don't understand why I don't think we're gonna get back together I never thought that but I think it's part that I didn't think I did. I, I guess it made me feel a little disposable and he was so important to me and he was my proof, right? We talked about my one little word and he, he felt that year like my proof and my answered prayer. I've never cried on the podcast, so this is a first, but it's raw and I didn't want to talk to Kristen beforehand because I didn't want to, I didn't want to, you know, mute the emotion. I want it real, right? But so anyway, so he was my proof and that's not something you forget, even if you know that they're not going to be with you. Right. So I think that's part of it of why it's hurt so bad. She's also really cute and pretty. So it makes me feel a little insecure, but I think it's just all wrapped up into when someone or something is important to me that doesn't come by a lot. I don't, I don't, people being familiar to me, I don't have many and he was one that was so familiar to me that it's just, I still feel like I'm falling. I'm recovering from the fall of the cliff that was that breakup. And I guess when I saw that, it felt like, wow, that was really easy. So I say it in the vein of one little word because I feel like this year I've been so lost, but it's not just been this year. It's like a recurring theme. And I found out it's a lot to do with my anxiety and my OCD, because even when I was with John, it felt like I was having a hard time. And then when I'm without him, it feels like I'm having a hard time. When I used to be a teacher, I was having a hard time. When I stopped teaching to do other things, it still felt hard. Like I'm learning that my brain gets me to a place of no matter what is happening, 
I think I need to fix something to ease the anxiety. But I realize the anxiety will be there no matter what situation I'm in. So that's a really limitless conclusion I've come to, right? <laughs> to know that like that anxiety feeling that I would feel, whether it be a job or with a, in a relationship or whatever, I kept trying to adjust things on the outside to ease the anxiety. When in fact, when I made the total 180 adjustment and quit teaching and went into graphic design and had this creative job and got the guy, it still did not ease my anxiety. So <laughs> it, it's just been the biggest revelation I ever could have came to, to understand that that's how my brain works. And, you know, so I just, so I felt lost a lot this year but it hasn't been the only year. There's been all this lost, lost, lost recurring theme. I keep feeling like I'm living in purgatory. Like I'll actually say to myself in my brain, when is your real life going to begin? It looks so easy for everyone else to just find a mate, marry, have a kid. They're done. Like, you know, of course they're not done. There's stuff underneath that we don't see or hear because all that jazz that we talk about, uh, social media episode plug. But I just, I need to stop that loop in my brain of just thinking that where I'm at is not where I'm supposed to be and just keep thinking there's this horizon endpoint, the arrival fallacy. We've talked about that before because that doesn't exist. And so in the vein of this past year and my word going into the next year, I've just felt so lost and that's so recurring for me. And now that I feel like I've really tapped into why it's always recurring and becoming a pattern that I want to break um, yeah. So the, my word for 2019 is found. That's and, amazing. <laughs> and I don't even really know what it means, but I know that it's my word. And I think it first like hit me in the amazing grace song, because I've heard that song a billion times, but I heard it this year and it said, I once was lost, but now I'm found. And the lines like, knocked me down a little bit even though I've heard them a hundred times like the lines sat in me in a way that I said yes I just want to feel found I don't even know what that means like you know a little bit of the of the shock of Monday and what happened was you know he was my person I feel like I don't have many persons and he was my person and even though we we didn't um we didn't work out and we unraveled and I knew it. I still wanted to call on him to be my person. I don't know how fair or unfair that is. He didn't owe me anything in the end, but, but I, so a lot of my found work, like a lot of found makes me feel like I want to find my person. But then my next thought is maybe my person is me. Like that's been, that's been a real big theme for me this year because just recognizing how codependent I was on him and, and all my relationships really was another limit that I was aware of this year and trying to understand that more and cope with that more. And so, you know, found could mean anything. I've been thinking like, I want to find my person, but maybe that person is me. I've been just thinking of like, like, and find wasn't the word. I feel like find is a very, active word and I didn't want to be driven to have to do that I think found feels more um 
just more like my word. I mean, find of course works in there, but like found is the word. And then like throughout this, these past few months when I said, yeah, I think that's the word, like shit's just been coming in my face. So like I, I go at my, in my apartments uh, downstairs, they have the laundry, the laundry room. And occasionally you'll see like some books that residents don't want in their apartment anymore. And they'll put them in the laundry room and you can like either read it while you're doing laundry, but I've been known to take a few up. And I found just like, it was like a few weeks ago when I was feeling clear. It was right around my Nana's uh, death anniversary, anniversary of her death, middle of November. And I go downstairs and I found a rosary, just like a random rosary bead still in the box. I found this book called Simple Abundance, A Day Book of Comfort and Joy, which is literally every day of the year, January 1st, January 2nd, just so 365 days of just like passages to read and like affirmations. And like, I talked a lot about that book, I Am by Michelle Couchat. And I, when I finished that, I was asking people at the end of like the summer, like, do you know of another book that is just like that, that I could read a little bit every day? And like, I was putting out there that I wanted that. And then I found this book. So it was like, I felt found in that experience. And I was just like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, I want things next year to feel a lot like that, that I'm just being aware and connected and with myself, my person, and I will just find that I'm founding things, if that makes any sense. It does. It makes a lot of sense. And I think to the point where you were finding your person might be you. I've always been a really firm believer in that, like, you can't be a friend to anyone else until you're a friend to yourself. And you can't love anyone else until you love yourself. And I think you've gone through, like, I mean, your personal growth over the last year has been so exponential that you have to do so much loving of your new self of of the the growth that you've gone through of you know finding out all of these new things that you are and that you want and that you can be in this limitless person that you've become that finding yourself and being this found person i think is the first step towards you know Letting the setup of everything that's to come. Exactly. Yeah. The that. rest of your story. Yeah. I feel that a lot. I feel that more than I understand it. Or let my let it sink in. Like I feel it, but it's gonna put you in the right place at the right time <sighs> for the things that are supposed to happen to happen. I hope so. And I feel like the teaching job was a very found experience because that landed on my lap literally the day after Awesome Ladies Live. And it was just like, oh, yeah. Was... And, and your plane ride left at like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> so like it was like eight hours after you left. Right. It was. And I, I got the call that the interview was going to be that day while at your house, like for yeah. Awesome Ladies Live. Like It, it was just... so like, I mean, just so quick fast next like it was so this year of your life has just been so expanding yeah limitless like the universe it just keeps going and going like yes. i'm afraid of the next thing so now like you know i felt a little clear 
when we talked a few weeks ago and was trying to hold on to that. And, and then this just past Monday just knocked, it just hit me funny and knocked me down and I haven't eaten much and I feel really depressed and sad about it, but I don't understand why it's, I, and my therapist says, you know, we like, to me, it's felt like this awesome ladies live. I got the teaching job. No, it's felt like me and John broke up a few months of summer. Awesome ladies live got the teaching job Christmas. That's what it's felt like in that, that quickly, like me saying it, that's real time. What it's felt like to me. So the idea, like I, a, because of the teaching job, I never really had time to grieve. It was very like, it was very like, now you have to focus on this new thing. And B, I just, I never, it felt so fast that the idea in my head about being with another person and having another person is just light years away. At this point, it feels like it's so not something I'm capable of. But I think like we're saying, like it's not supposed to be my time for that. <laughs> like It's a very blaring statement from the universe that I'm supposed to be in this job and I'm supposed to be with these kids. I'm supposed to give almost a hundred percent to them and I'm supposed to do things for myself right now. And so, and so when you scroll and you see something that you're not ready to see, especially when it's something uh, unexpected and seems really fast from my perspective, but whatever, um, it's going to hit you. Okay. Especially when it's Monday and you had a stressful day and it's a weekend and it's Saturday and like all of that stress builds up in your body and it could be one thing. Like it could be a sad puppy video. It could, it just, it's going to be something. Yeah. It, it, it cracked open the grief wound that I thought I didn't have, that I thought I was handling it well. I thought teaching's a good distraction and it's getting me over this. I'm not over this. This, but but but, but it, but that was going to happen at some point, whether yeah. it's December, whether it's January, whether it's March. Grief is grief, and it doesn't just smooth over. Yeah, and sometimes it happens in the middle of a parking lot, and sometimes it happens while you're watching a movie. And sometimes it happens. It it's never convenient. It's never. It convenient. just sucks. But crying is the only way to get through it. I and, know. And and talking about it and like trying to you know be like, well, this is just grief and it sucks and I'm sad because this was a person who I loved and was important to me and now I just feel not that important and it's sad but i mean god look at how smart and self-aware you are yeah this year has just it's it's made me had to be and i think it's so funny i was listening to um i was listening to oprah super soul sunday this morning and i think his name is mark nepo he's a poet but his up he his episode was a two-parter it was so good and he said something let me see if i could pull it up i tend to write it um I write it when I'm driving, you know, through my text. But he said uh, he had cancer. He survived. He got cancer twice and survived both. And he remembered saying, uh, 
like when he felt something, he thought he felt the back of his neck on the scar and he, he had a pimple, but he didn't know that it was a pimple. He said, well, you know, and he remembered thinking out like out loud, like, I don't need another wake up call. Like I'm woken up. I'm up. I'm up. Like, that's what I feel like about this year. Like, I feel like I'm up. <laughs> like I've been awakened. I get it. And I'm working on, you know, so I guess found is my part on saying I'm awake and kind of like that experience of the laundry room. Like it was a cute little thing where like I was awake and aware and doing my thing and being me in my own space and time. And I found that because I was awake enough to say, I've been asking for this. Here it is. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I, I, I feel that a little bit that I'm like you have been primed this year for this word in the next year. <laughs> I think it's a great word and I'm really excited for where it's going to find you. Yeah. So I think that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I think we've had an amazing discussion. Um, this... I think this has been a fantastic episode. Yeah. I can't wait to hear um, everyone else's one little word. Yeah, that's that's my favorite part is like how we do this because we need it and it's what's going on with us and it's fits right into our craftiest female like audiences agendas and but then like yeah how you girls are like listening and processing it is yeah, the best part yeah absolutely link us up to like blog posts or hashtag on instagram i love seeing absolutely everything share in the discord anything you're doing it's been just such a pleasure to check out everything everyone does and i'm really excited for where our words are going to take us this year me too um so for after chatter i thought since we're winding down into the end of the year we could discuss some of our favorite past tv shows episodes movies books all those things i love it all right, so we're going to go over to patreon.com slash craftyassfemale for after chatter and discuss our favorites for the year 2018. Who knows? I might cry again. Uh, it's true. She might. <laughs> she she did predict the, this is us ending. I was I was very happy when I I, I read them. And it's okay. We're talking about that in after chatter. If <laughs> yeah. you want if you want to listen, catch us at patreon.com slash crafty ass female. Thank you once again to all of our patrons for making this show possible and helping us pay for all the bills and making this <laughs> podcast amazing. We love you. Thank you to all of our listeners. We love you. Have an amazing Christmas. I hope that your all of your December daily projects are going fantastically. Um let us know how your one little words are going and we will catch you next week. All right. Bye guys. Bye.